Hi, everyone. So this is the first part of the Empress Society Riding Dragons. And this actually um, is a summary or an extract of my conversations with uh, my good friend Dominic Stelling, who is um, a transformational life coach and energy healer and who has created this amazing workshop. We have just finished the first edition, and I tell you, it's changed my life. This is the result of 29 years of work and Dominic's own experience and wisdom as a psychologist, as a, as a coach, as an energy healer. And it also includes her own experiences and her own learnings from an incredible journey of transformation and healing and self-mastery. You might hear my kids playing in the background. It's, it's hard to find a quiet spot in the house, uh, especially during holidays. So anyway, we had to split this in two because there's just so much in this workshop and we're just going to give you a hint. We're going to give you just a kind of the tip of the iceberg of everything that you will be learning if, if you decide to participate. Uh, spots are filling up pretty soon, pretty fast. So hurry up. And um, we hope that you enjoy this first part where we're going to talk about what does the dragon represent as a metaphor, our blogs, for our fears, but also our inner strength and, and wisdom, which is what Dominic is going to be able to bring to the surface and help you access. So on this first part, we're going to talk about the inner sanctuary and how to find that centering space and that safe space within you, about the mental Shaolin, which is um, module two, cultivating the flexible mind and achieving mental strength and emotional self-mastery, and about emotional alchemy, which is self-regulation and shifting emotional states uh, so that no matter what happens around you, you feel that you're equipped to kind of to navigate turbulent waters. That's, that's how she described it. So I hope you enjoy this first part and we'll come back soon with many more interesting insights. great to be a woman today? Isn't it bloody hard too, being all these things that society tells us we should be? My name is Esther and I'm the founder of the Empress Society, an online community of powerful women who are rewriting their stories and being their true authentic selves. I'm so happy to be joined today by Dominic Stelling. Dominic is a dear friend of mine, and she's a transformational life coach and energy healer. And she just has an incredible story of personal transformation and healing, um, defeating illness, overcoming difficult life circumstances, just with the power of thought. And on top of that, she has an incredible background as a psychologist, um, um, including latest degree in Buddhist psychology that she's added to the way that, that she approaches um, healing and, and coaching. And she's just one of those people that make this world a better place simply by existing. Every time I have an interaction with Dominic, 
be it on the phone or we have a Zoom call or wearing one of our sessions, you just leave feeling much better than you felt before. You're more calm, you're a little bit wiser. And it's like all of a sudden things start to make sense. Um, and she's also an incredible example of how people can use this pandemic or this situation of crisis as an opportunity for growth, as an opportunity to create, to bring things to life, to adapt, to reinvent ourselves. And she's just come up with this amazing workshop, Riding the Dragon, that we're going to be talking about today. And for some of you that, that know me a little bit and you know that I read every book out there on self-help, I do every workshop, anything that can help me understand a little bit better human existence and reflect on my blind spots um, to the point that I very often bore my friends talking about, you know, the latest thing I read or um, the latest realization I've had. After doing Riding the Dragon, I see that it's the first time that things really start to click. You know, we spend so much time and energy and, and we bang our head against the wall sometimes, struggling, trying to modify the world around us, trying to make people change, trying to get things that are outside of ourselves. And what you really get out of writing the Dragon Workshop is that sense of power really that it gives you once you realize that you are in control and you can control your emotional state um, and you can control not just the way you react to things but the way you feel about them and you kind of know that okay whatever happens i can handle it um so anyway i'll, I'll let dominic introduce the, herself, introduce the workshop, and we're going to go a little bit into the details of each of the modules. Thank you so much, Esther, for that beautiful introduction. I'm very touched and deeply moved by your words and also by your experience as a dragon rider in the workshop. It has been such a pleasure and um, such a blessing to watch you transform in those eight weeks and to use those tools that we, um, that we were going into each week in your life every day. And then hearing the feedback and seeing the feedback is just such a pleasure. And this is why I developed the program is because I really wanted to give people uh, a toolkit or a, a medicine bag of things they could use in any situation at any time and be able to navigate the turbulent waters inside and outside in their life. That was the whole point of the riding the dragon. And so um, I'm so delighted to be here to share this, this work and to talk about it. So thank you for having me today on your amazing show. It's a pleasure. I'm sure people are asking themselves, why a dragon? What does the dragon represent? Yes. So dragons um, have appeared in, in mythology and in stories all around the world. And they are really fierce and magnificent and powerful creatures. And sometimes they can really be feared. And that is why I use this as a metaphor as our fears. And so often they say, you need to slay that dragon. You need to overcome your fears. And what I'm teaching in this workshop is don't slay the dragon, ride it. 
you know? And so if you can face your fears and you can tame them, you can actually ride the dragon. So that was one of the symbolisms or metaphors in the dragon. Another one is the dragon um, has been known to navigate through turbulent waters. So it is also um, a creature that can ride the waves of the, of the waters and can really smoothly soar through things. So that's another metaphor for riding the dragon. And a third one um, is that dragons can um, master the elements, earth, wind, and fire, and so forth. And so if we can be the dragon ourselves, if we can internalize our dragon, our higher self, our better self, we can also transmute and transform the elements within ourselves. And in Buddhist psychology, the, the elements are the emotional states and mental states. And so if we can transmute those and change them, we have access to our inner dragon and to a higher version of ourselves. So there are many components of the dragon in this workshop, and it's a beautiful metaphor. And so in the end, you know, you have your internalized dragon, and it is a, a um, I would say, a metaphor that can follow you and can guide you in all situations in your life. And just how you said before, no matter what happens in your life, with the tools from this workshop, I feel that you are equipped to handle pretty much anything. I feel so confident in these tools that I've put together based on 30 years of, of, of as you said, life experience and circumstances that happened. I packed this all together in eight different tools, in, in a dragon wheel, in what I call dragon medicine. And when you have this, I, I just feel so confident that I'm like, you know what, bring it on, whatever may come, you know what, <laughs> I can get through it and I can soar through it. And that is the energy that I would like to convey to each and every individual, because we're not taught this. We're not taught how to navigate. We're taught how to change things or want to change things or how to manifest or create something in the future. And this is a very different workshop from what's out there right now is I really strongly feel is we need to connect to our authentic empowerment so that we can handle and ride whatever is happening outside. You know? And that is, it is very empowering, first of all, and it's very wise. And I remember that you said, um, you know, that one of the fundamental teachings of this course is to stop trying to avoid pain and suffering. And that we haven't been taught to be with what is and to accept. Um, so it's the unacceptance of circumstances it's the resistance that leads to that suffering and you know when you start by accepting that life is not here to make you happy right then a lot of that um suffering automatically disappears so one of the i think one of the most important teachings that i took about the first module and then i'll, I'll ask you to say a few more words about that is that kind of centering and i love that you use so many metaphors and images sometimes dominic will share an image that is so powerful that you know you could spend one hour trying to describe it but when you see the image it's like 
exactly that that's it now i get it and then you can just go back to that image to get to that state um yes and another thing that was very important for me was um the fact that you know we are energetic beings and we carry things with us from previous interactions with people from you know thought forms or whatever it is and we don't even know that we have them and we're like sponges absorbing um, the emotions of others and if you're a little bit of an empath like I am I I just I, I do that all the time and there were days when I would just feel sad or just uneasy or scared or uncomfortable and I couldn't relate that to anything that had happened to me but I realized that I was just taking on somebody else's emotions so energy clearing and she's going to teach you so many tools I use them with my children and they work <laughs> really fantastic oh that's wonderful they love it tell us a little bit more maybe about the inner sanctuary and the importance of energy hygiene oh yeah it's so important especially if we're empaths and we don't even know what emotion that we're feeling is it ours is it somebody else's and you just end up feeling sluggish and tired and full of you know smog basically the whole day and we shower every day we brush our teeth every day we wash our hair but we forget to clear our own energy um, and that is the number one thing so we can't even begin on a riding the dragon journey if we don't know what our own energy is or embody our own space that's the other thing i was saying you can't ride the dragon unless you get on it, right? right? Unless you get in it. So you can't even get, um, you know, you can't go on a journey if you don't get in the car. Where you, you know, how are you going to get there? <laughs> so module one was really about embodiment and coming into your body and into your space. But we're so scared of these shadows. We're scared of the emotions. And we always want to do what's called spiritual bypass. We want to go see a healer or go to a yoga class or buy the crystal or buy the, the aura spray and sort of just make it go away and make it better. And we don't realize that actually we are the medicine, women and men. We are the transmuters. You know, we can turn the bitter into sweet within ourselves. It's not something we buy or purchase or go to. You know, we always want to go to the spa or to a retreat or on a vacation to feel better. And really inner sanctuary is about finding that within ourselves. The journey is not outward or going to get something, buy something or visit a place or go somewhere. Okay, not go to a sanctuary, but to go inward and that's why this pandemic has actually been a great opportunity and um, a gift in a way because we are forced to go inward but very often we don't like what's on the inside because there's a lot of pain and suffering you see but what i'm teaching in this course that comes from buddhist psychology is there can be pain without suffering and that is what I teach throughout all the modules, beginning in module one, is how to be in the center of the storm, okay? And how to sit in conscious presence, to be the observer, and not to get pulled into the vortex of emotional turmoil or drama, okay? But to be able to observe it and sit in this eye of the storm. That's the key. For many of us, 
especially during this pandemic where we're, we've all been trapped to some extent and we're forced to go inwards. There are no distractions, there's nowhere to go. Um, and also for relationships, all of a sudden it's, it's very difficult because you have two people or more that are forced to go inwards and they're forced to face each other. Once we're in our bodies, once we become a little bit more centered, um, we have to deal with what's going on in our minds. Correct. Once we are confronted with our own thoughts, how are we able to become aware of the thoughts that are playing out and reframe them in, yes. in a way that they become positive thoughts or at least progressive thoughts? Um, so tell us a little bit more yes. about the module two, the mental yes. Shaolin. The mental Shaolin, I know I love this module because we are um, basically like Shaolin monks in our minds. We can be, but we get so rigid in our thinking and in our mental constructs and what we think about people. And what we think is then going to determine how we feel later on. So module two and three, so... Uh, can kind of come together. Module two is the mental Shaolin is all about mental flexibility. And module three is the um, emotional alchemy is about emotional resiliency. And if you bring those two together, you can really handle any conflict. Okay. Because you're able to be flexible with your thinking and also transform the emotions that are attached to these thoughts that you have in situations. And the tools that we use in these two modules are based on Marshall Rosenberg's nonviolent communication. So that you learn to think and communicate in a nonviolent way from a place of compassion and understanding. So you're not in judgment. You're not in judgment, you're not in labeling, you're not pointing the finger at the other person. So they did that, or she did that, or he did that, or the, um, the circumstances, you know, the government is doing this to me, or, you know, um, they, 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 because then you're angry and you're making the other person at fault, okay? And what we do in this module is we turn the finger towards ourselves, and we connect to our needs, and we learn to communicate our needs in a nonviolent way in the form of a request and we're not giving our power away making the other person responsible for how we're feeling but really owning our own needs and i think those two modules are really important and from what um, you were giving feedback about in the courses you were really able to use that in in situations in your life and you said this was like the big you know uh, savior there. This I tell you, this is like the, the water open, you know, in the, in the ocean. And I'm like, oh my God, how did I not realize this before? And I'm actually trying to teach that to the kids. Yes. And, and I'm actually using them daily, really. And you will see that somehow conflicts seem to dissolve because you're not, as you say, you're not pointing fingers. You kind of disarm the other person when you focus on yourself how does this these are the facts this is how i feel about these facts this makes me feel like this and these are my needs um and That's then right. you're not saying you didn't do that this is your fault yes. you always do this and then it 
you know, it becomes a much more constructive conversation for everyone. Um, and even for me, first of all, I was, I became aware of my own thoughts. And I became aware of the fact that most of those thoughts were actually not helping me. If, if I would speak those thoughts to somebody else, they would almost constitute emotional abuse, right? Like yes. the way we talk to ourselves, the things we think about ourselves, the way we self-sabotage. Every time we attempt something new, we're going to have an ego mind or something that tells you, are you crazy? Don't do that. People are going to make fun of you. You have no idea what you're doing, etc. And so the moment you become aware of those thoughts and you, we do a lot through meditation as well during the workshop, which yes. actually brings you to a kind of different level of awareness. And you're able to integrate those things much better because you're, you're almost speaking to the subconscious. Yes. Um, so I can watch myself getting upset at things and realize, oh, there I am getting That's upset. Right. And this yes. is the... These are all the thoughts that yeah. are going on. And these are, I'm making those up. Exactly. Leading to these actions that aren't helpful for anyone. So that, you know, combined with the emotional self-regulation and with the conflict deconstruction, you have no idea. I mean, you do because I, because you know, <laughs> and I tell you, but for our listeners, you have no idea of the difference that these techniques can make in your life. If you start becoming aware of your thoughts, if you start becoming aware of our needs, and that's something that women, especially mothers, I think, very often we forget ourselves. We don't ask ourselves, what do I need? It's always, you know, what do they need? What do the kids need? What do they need at work? So becoming aware of those needs and putting a name to them was a big one for me. Oh, that's so wonderful, Esther, to hear that because it's so important in my practice when I see people, um, most um, clients are struggling because they don't even know what their needs are. And we have been brought up to fulfill other people's needs and expectations, and we're just constantly running, and we've completely lost connection to ourselves. And in these two modules, we really go into that, observing what our needs are and learning how to communicate them non-violently and in a positive, constructive way that is going to help the situation and not make it worse. So without fighting, without screaming, and just communicate and just owning our truth. It's extremely empowering. And it's a beautiful thing. And I wish that it would be taught to children. Um, And I'm actually in the process of developing Riding the Dragon for kids. My kids can wait. I told them. (laughs) And they're already asking me, when is that happening? Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. For more information about the Empress Society, please visit theempresssociety.com and join our Facebook group. Thank you for listening and see you soon.